Hey everybody, this is Kay Monet and Ray Charles. And you are listening to At Home with, with Ray, Ray Charles and, and Kay Monet. Monet. Welcome back to another episode of At Home with Ray Charles and Kay Monet. Nay, nay. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning back into episode six. Episode we are at six. Seis. Para todo el mundo que está escuchando en español, para que lo sepan, episode why did I say episode? Episode. E like I was about to say a song. Like I was about to announce a song. Telemundo. Telemundo. Episode six. Episode six. And today we are talking about. Everybody in hell and exhale. Grieving. Stages of grieving. How to get through it. You know, helping your partner get through it. But before we do that, if you've liked or seen any of our previous episodes, make sure you are commenting, sharing them, liking them, subscribing them, and everything click, else click, click, with click. them. Yes. It's very important. Share it with somebody. If you guys are enjoying our content, let them know what we're about, man. We just just trying to just trying to share a couple of pointers with you guys, you know, just keep it open. Yeah. And I, like we were saying earlier, like this helps us stay open as open as and we healthy. can and healthy like with mm -hmm. our communication like it's really been helping with that so with that being said here we go let's get into it i was i'm not gonna lie i've been wanting to touch this topic but i was a little bit skeptical what? of how i would feel you know taking this journey or this path you wouldn't think that this would be your way of like relief uh -huh. because like how you we were saying that this is something that can help everybody. I feel like us being able to be open and honest about this particular topic mm -hmm. um, heals us finally. What do you mean heals us? It would heal us too. Like just we'll talk, get there. We'll just, get there. Okay. Y'all gotta stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay I'm tuned. I'm trying to find the stay email tuned. that you sent me with the not that, but yeah. you know how to it's fine. But you sent me something else. I sent you the this Oh um, here. Yeah, these. Okay. That's right. what I was looking for. So um a lot of people don't know how to grieve or some of us do. We overly know how to grieve or what is grieving and what grieving consists of. And we know that there are at least five stages of grief, which was yeah. the hardest thing for me to understand is that, like, I have to miss this person or miss this thing or whatever through five stages. And you know what the other important thing, too, is, like, I think people need to understand what you can grieve over. You don't have to just grieving is not just over somebody that passed away or right, right. you know something super tragic mm -hmm. not super tragic because anything that happens to you could be considered could be you know it could tragic. be tragic it could be tragic to you yeah you know like a loss of a friendship loss of a relationship 
And that's like mom, dad, grandpa, grandpa, those relationships that could possibly have been hindered, such as also illnesses. Yeah, even like health, changing, changing jobs and moving into a new house. I remember when we moved from an apartment to this house. It was it was a lot. It was different. It was a lot. And I think I had I think we had to grieve the the fact that we wasn't that we weren't living in an apartment anymore. But I still think I agree with that a little bit. I think I'm yeah, still... Yeah, it's Because sometimes something I get I still, really angry. Yep. That you can't just call somebody and be like, come fix this. Come fix this. Go swimming and go to the gym. And you not know? have to worry about the... Yeah. The maintenance part. Um, there's also moving to a new home. I mean, he's already said that. Graduation from school. Um, moving on from high school. You can grieve moving to college. Like... That's a big deal. You may miss that lifestyle of people holding you accountable because if that's over. That. If you had that. If you had that. It could be, but just even with teachers, because if you think about it, your grades are what hold you accountable. So they technically are. Yeah. I mean, even because. Even if they don't care no, about you. Yeah. Even you get if a they zero, don't care. 60, like, you're going to look at it and be like, yo. They won't, be, they won't pull you to the side and be like, hey, uh, <laughs> what's going on? Right. I mean, they may, but. The, the chance that they will is slim slim especially if you're going to a big university or some you know some shit like that so they ain't gonna really give a fuck but <laughs> it could be anything bro like even just like losing large amounts of, of like financial security like you know going from an apartment to this is different job change you know we've yeah. been through that like Making thousands of dollars a week or a month or whatever. To yeah, because being maybe... over the being over the road definitely afforded afforded you that at times. But and even when I was a nanny, yeah. Same. So it I was, was making good there money. was there was things that was, and that was before we had the baby. You know the baby, so that was different. We have to. That's a whole different stage of life. Adjust. Yeah, you gotta adjust. So you gotta. So we we grieve that life. that, that life that part so of life. There's been so many. Yeah. That's tough. I didn't even think about that. And even like me being off the road is is diff is kind of difficult. Like that's you think a that's you grieving too? You yeah, think I'm you're grieving, grieving that part that? of yeah, because I kind of miss it at times, but then I have to just be like, you know, that's a part of my life that's most likely over for this part of my life. But is that your decision or you feel like that's no, just No, it's definitely like it's my decision because I definitely wanted to do what I'm doing now. Right. And you did. So, you asked for it. You manifested it into existence. Like you believed in yourself, and that was big. Yeah. Even when you were fearful, you were just like, "I got this. It's all good." Talking yourself through it, like being yeah. Your it was a big. It was a big jump to do what I'm doing now versus what I had been doing in the past, which was being over the road or driving trucks in some way, shape, form, or fashion, or doing, you know, the current work that I'm doing right now in some capacity right you know with baseball teams or whatever the case may be so um or just doing different events but it's a different lifestyle now so i think that just that part of my life being done is like poop close chapter and then mm -hmm. you don't really ever have to think about it again but that's not true especially if you miss if you like doing what you were doing at mm -hmm. times, mm -hmm. even though it was a hard job to have, which 
with a family being away on the road is a super difficult thing even for Mm y'all so i think that even though i liked it not i liked it i loved it you know it's just like a person that you know or something that you know is lost forever you just have to live with the fact that you won't really do it anymore but it brought good things and that's why i miss it Mm -hmm. because i got to see the country i got to see and meet new people you know good experiences bad experiences ups downs shit that you don't really want to ever deal with by yourself but it's just things that if you're a truck driver or if you're somebody that travels a lot for work you would understand you know just that sounds so lonely but because i've experienced it with you i mean i understand your side of it like no because even think about yeah because even think about the the time that you've i know there's times that you've been on the road and you just get to think about things on your own even though i'm i'm Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. but in your head or not in your head or Mm -hmm. or writing stuff down or just meditating to yourself things that you get to think about you know having 12 13 hours of probably being awake during the day and not being able to go outside of a box that's moving on the road that's you know usually 60 to 65 70 miles an hour at a time for hours at a time and only stopping at rest stops limits the the amount of people that you interact with sometimes but it's it was a thing that i enjoyed so don't go back though no i'm not gonna go back on that but you know maybe in a different in a further parter chapter further parter (laughs) chapter further down the line maybe that becomes a reality because i know once we retire and things like that we're probably you know get back on the road in some capacity whether it's like doing trips or whatever but you know that's something that i won't do anymore so yeah that's something that i've grieved about recently I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, and or now just, we are hoping that y'all are enjoying this part of the episode. But right now, we want to take the time to ask you to please go and subscribe. Oh yeah, to for the sure. Video. Um, also, go on our IG at at home pod. Is it at home pod or at yes, home podcast? It's at home pod on I, IG. I, I'm gonna ask that every time. We all like do it. It doesn't matter because we're here for each other. We got each other back right now. <laughs> Go ahead, like, but subscribe, But I feel like comment, I should remember that, that at some stuff. point. Because now I'm going to get into the five stages of grief. Uh, and this... I'm ready. Let's go. Denial. Anger. What? Bargaining. Bar- oh, boy, I spelled it wrong over here. Depression. Acceptance. Acceptance. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Bargaining? More like um, making excuses for it. Um, it's basically not accepting. Okay. okay um, so okay. trying to find a way around what really is the truth. Because you, it's kind of like denial. They're all, I feel like they all play into the whole bargaining yeah. thing. Um, I, when my, when my, when my granny told me she was leaving, to go stay somewhere, which was better for her. Um, I was told that by my therapist to be prepared for those five things. Yeah. 
And I was just like, man, I got this. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, people don't really go through five stages. I always thought it was just that person made a decision. You were sad and you were more sad and you were more sad. And then you're just like, oh, well, I forgot they were here in the first place. Yeah. But it makes more sense to know that those actual more sad, more sad, more sad moments were actual categories of my grief. Yeah, because that was you denying that it was like, yeah, ha- like basically going to go yeah. down. Because I, I would still drive down to yeah. the house and drive past it and just be like, yo, this ain't real. Mm-hmm. There's no way this is real. And then I get my moments where I just want to lay in my bed don't talk and just cry like just leave me alone yeah. and i think that was my depression stage and i think i feel like i'm at acceptance Especially i've accepted because you it. were so relatively close to where you can still go be with her all the time but i think i abused that because i knew i was so close it was just like ah oh, I, I can yep. go oh we talked I about that her. too where you kind of took it yeah i took it for granted and now it's like yeah, how much the tickets? You know, so it's yeah because I that opportunity to do that. I definitely noticed that you were you weren't angry, but you were very. It was very quick, you know. After after she was gone, but then you kind of started to it a little. You know, it's the. I don't think you went. I don't want to say you skipped bargaining, but. No, I didn't because I know that I was always like, if we do blah, 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 then she can come back and be here and we can do this. We could do that. Oh, I could try to talk to this person and maybe they can help me and we can get her back and we can sign these papers. And I was very much Uh, on that type of mindset and I didn't know what that was, but that's where I was at. I was, I would do anything by any means possible. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I did forget about that. But yeah, you did do that. And I wasn't, dang, I feel like I was complicit in the bargaining stage because I wasn't, I'm not, I'm not against your, I'm not against her moving here at any point, but I don't think that that was when we were talking about that. I don't think that it was just, the right you know the right move i think where she's at now is ultimately definitely a healthier yes decision she's in a, such a better place yeah but see people say that in essence of death too she's in a better place yeah see so it so it can go ends up so being it ends ways. up getting to that and because because now in you know hindsight is 2020 but you can see now that it's a it was a better decision for her to be where she's at now and you know because our life changed like pretty quick after that really quick you know so you know job changes and different things and then how how do you know that that would have worked out through any of that and then even doing this like we're doing this now like how could we have honestly been doing this at the times that we sometimes decide to do this because we are in a comfortable place where we can actually do this 
at, freely you know, and, our, our and, leisure, and, and, and at our, our time. Mm-hmm. How do we, how do we be able to do that with somebody that you're trying to give respect to and say, you know, yeah. th- this home is your home? Yeah, it would be difficult to do that. So I, I'm glad I eventually kind of accepted yeah. that Probably because like. that person is still here, mm-hmm. and so that. Now you could travel back and forth, and it gives us an excuse to go to fucking Florida all the time, which we didn't need many in anyways because we already have plenty of reasons to go back and forth. But that's something that you know you had to eventually accept, and then once we accepted it, now we could see that. So, with all with my whole situation i want to ask you something and you now officially have to be honest because you just have to uh, a while ago not too 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 long but i remember when you let me know that your uh your grandpa had passed yeah i feel like that was the most settled i'd seen anyone grieve because like you subtle. grieved in silence to me. Like um, everything was like slow motion for you. Like you didn't have any anger, really. You didn't. It was just like you just kept moving in this neutral. Well, the mindset. thing too was that we were when I found out that he passed away. We were all we were in a hospital, and not a hospital that where he was at. So we were at a hospital for somebody else that we also cared about, but it was just like. We were? Yeah. You remember we were with Miss Loretta's son. Oh. We were with Wendell. That's tough. Yeah. And see, then maybe that's what makes it weird for me is because we were with them, but you were so calm. Like, you can see your hurt. I don't even remember you crying. Oh, I cried in the I cried in the hallway outside. Yeah, I don't even remember seeing After you. I got off the phone, but I was outside. You took that. I cried a little bit. Than- I cried a little bit. I cried a little bit. But do you feel like you went through all five stages or you still are trying to adjust to it? Maybe because you went slow with your grieving, grief, grieving process. No, I don't think it's that. I just. Me and my grandfather had a. A a complicated relationship, I felt like, but it maybe wasn't so complicated. It was just that he was very direct in the in the the way that he was trying to instill lessons right he was very direct in the way that he was he did that and so i always took it as like when i especially when i was younger i took it like he didn't like me but that's not necessarily how i see it now so i had to just kind of deal with the fact that at first, when it when I first heard about it, I was dealing with the fact that I, like, you know how you just be like, ah, do I really, especially me, because I, I know how I am, I could be like, ah, do I really care? And that was a part of me being like, 
I think that was just denying, like den- trying to mm. deny it. And so when I look back at l- or look is back it a at bargaining it now, thing? No, I definitely think it was denial, like me trying to deny the feeling that it was actually happening. Okay. Of me just being like, I don't care. Mm. Especially because I was, like I said, we were at a hospital with somebody else already. And it was something major, at, I feel like, at the time. It was something, mm-hmm. not major. I, I don't think it was, think was. It was major. Yeah. But it was, it was definitely me denying it. And then I got angry at myself for feeling like that. And then I got angry that he was gone. And then I was angry at other things that I feel like, you know, I I wish would have been done different, but you know, you can't change those things. So I didn't really, you know, I've I've always known that like once things happen, because everybody's gonna everybody is gonna pass away. Mm-hmm. So I think one thing I've always pre- tried to prepare myself for is when those days come, have you already accepted? The, have you already accepted the time that you spent with that person? Right. Like, and if you if you can accept that, then it'll be easier for you. I think it'll be easier process. to digest it because you've already, especially in a in a in a situation where what I was in was I wasn't really going back and forth like that all the time because you're in a different state, and so you have to just be okay with the time that you have had that you've had mm-hmm. because if you're not then you go to a place where it's like it's kind of dark I feel like but I haven't I haven't had that for sure and then I definitely was depressed about it but I wasn't it was something that I was able to put in the back of my head and then it would just pop up randomly. Like if I saw a picture or if there's things the that emotions Leah emotions would pop up randomly. Yeah, the things just pop up randomly. Uh-huh. Like there's things that Leah does that's like or sometimes the way she stands and stuff, like Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, or, or just like the way she looks sometimes, like, you know how her belly pops out a little bit? Yes. <laughs> yeah. He kind of had that little Aww. belly like that. And so it reminds me of certain, it used to remind me of certain things and it still does, but now I'm not, now I'm not. It's just like, I think that's pretty cool. You've accepted it at this point. Yeah, I've accepted it now. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Now I've accepted it because Ooh. now I feel like it's just a way of things coming back and being a good part like being a good part because now that I look at it I did have a I did have lots of I did have lots of time with my grandfather I had a lot of things that I enjoy because of him Mm -hmm. you know I really fuck with baseball because of him I didn't know that yeah for sure did y'all like go to games and stuff together a lot I think we went to one game together ever and that was a marlins game i think we went to a game and if we didn't if we didn't it definitely feels like it because we listened to enough of the motherfuckers on the on the radio 
We listen to enough of them on the radio. Especially the year that they went to the World Series. I think that was, I don't remember what year that was, but I feel like. So you you and him have special, had special connections that allowed you to grieve and now you're at acceptance. Yeah, I'm definitely at and acceptance now. What else do you think? You feel like there's anything else that you've grieved? Or better for like, let me just ask you this. How do you feel like you've helped me with grieving? How do I feel like I've helped you? Yeah, like, what have you given to me that I ha- I can't give to myself during my grieving process? What have I given to you during yeah. the grieving? Yeah, uh, because well, you can give someone ten depends times more stress. What and- what 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 specific? Because you've I'm not gonna lie, you've grieved about a lot of things. You've had things happen. I mean, as we all as as we all have, and I've been here through a lot. That's why I'm, that's why I can say that. Mm-hmm. So, like, is there something specific? Um, because there's definitely a lot. I mean, not a lot, but okay. If there's something specific that I can think of, like something that I've given you, is just maybe the space or the or somebody to to know that I've been because time is the most yeah I've given you my time I can say like, I feel like that's a real that's a real thing legit I've, I've given you my because physical self because re- I've been you have to be physically been it. there I mean, sometimes patient. and just no that's not a real answer that's a bullshit answer if I, I feel like if I give you a specific you will be all right with answering that question yeah, for sure. Can you give me a specific? I can. Okay. Um. You answered it about my grandma, but our situation. When when we lost the kid. Oh. I was like, wait, what? Our situation? There's so many our situations. Um. Cause that was a me and you grieving type of thing, and I feel I like you grieve very differently through this. You don't think that's still? We're still going through it, but it's only yeah. fair to figure out how we're helping each other heal through that. I think for sure, it's one of those things that you just at first just definitely just deny because you you can't. There's not a lot to to grab onto other than the it's hard for a man to connect to something that you can't feel touch or even none of that but because of the fact that I know like I know the fact that I've transferred my energy into mm-hmm. into you where that's different and now I'm creating life yeah that two people yeah, so for sure I'm definitely feeling that and I have a connection to that. But it's a different it's a whole different thing. Like I I would assume that it's a whole different thing. So the denial for me is definitely just being like sometimes things happen, you know, you could just throw it off to to that. 
and just be like, oh, you know, things things don't work out all the time. And I think that's I think that's definitely a my way. That was our my way of denying it. Just throwing it off to like an easy ass like, oh, uh, you know, sometimes these things happen or whatever. You know, you have to just ex- go through the experience because whatever, you know, people are get sick or, you know, you can't predict those things. Mm-hmm. So it just happened and you have to you got to you got to live with it. Right. But that's the easy answer. That's the easy denial beginning. So technically, you don't think we've went through it yet? Oh, no. Yeah, I definitely think we have. I'm just I'm just going through the beginning of the first one. And then. So you do feel like we've accepted it? Yeah. Because I can. Ah, Yeah. Now that I now that I'm speaking about it out loud, I definitely think we've accepted it now. No, you don't think so? Okay. Um, maybe you because like I said, we're different. Yeah. But for me, I couldn't tell you what stage it's of it. It's pompous to say that I it's pompous to say we. Because yeah. I couldn't you're right. tell you what stage I was at. That's the scary Not right part. Now. No, I couldn't tell you. Because I'll have my days where I'm like, Oh, it's all good, like you said, and you know, but then I have other days where I see kids and I see babies and I'm like, oh, if I could just, if you were just, you know, and I start to feel guilty again. Like I feel yeah, l- less than and but less you of a woman. We can, I know we can I pop one out right now. No. If we, we really can. wanted to. We could, but we couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like. You have to consider those things. I mean, yeah, right now we safely. We, yeah, right now I'm just saying, I'm but we could have. I'm almost at a point where I'm safe and good and healthier, ten times healthier, but I'm not there yet. Yeah. But I couldn't like decipher like in my head. I know that I'm definitely not in denial anymore. But if I'm being a hundred percent, I don't know if I'm not angry, and that's just step two. That's just stage two. I have no idea. No, yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel like we have gotten through it, but I can't go through that whole thing now. If you don't, if you don't think that you've gotten through it, it's kind of pointless to saying, yeah, this, 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 and this is what the reason that I think you've gotten through it. Because clearly, if you don't know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that. No, you but it's it's interesting and it's nice to know that you may feel like that. That means, well, it could be bad and it could be good. Because it could be that I'm really putting on this face and it's just like, okay, well, if you can do that for that situation, how many other things have you felt like that about and showed me this? Showed you what? Like if I'm, if I'm giving off this demeanor that like that doesn't still bother me or that I'm past it, not past it in that way, but I've accepted it. Then how many other things have I just put on this mask about? And made you feel that I was okay. I mean, I wouldn't imagine many, but no. But if I if that's what I'm portraying, then that's just that that just that's crazy to me. What do you mean portraying? Because you don't you don't necessarily have to tell me that you've gotten through something. No, but what makes you think I have? Because of the fact that I know that you don't break down and cry about it, like you used to 
the fact that nothing is not everything is going to tick you off but it's going to always that in particular is always going to be something sensitive because you're a mom so you feel i feel like you've gotten over it no i'm saying like in general i mean i feel like you've accepted it but i feel like just because you may sometimes get triggered by some things that remind you of what could have been what could have been or you know a child that you couldn't have because of difficulties or whatever the case may be it's not it's not all the time just getting you know you have the right to do whatever you want to do with your body but that's not the only reason that people you know lose kids or whatever people sometimes have miscarriages or births that don't happen we almost didn't have the one we got because of difficulties So there's a lot of reasons why these things happen, but it's not your fault. Right. So it's always going to be something that may trigger you, but I don't necessarily think that doesn't mean you've, you haven't accepted it. Cause I definitely, I definitely feel like you accepted it. Like I said earlier, like I, like I did say earlier, we, but if you don't, if you honestly don't feel like that, then that's okay too. I just don't. I I do honestly think that you have, but like I said, you're gonna always feel something. Maybe about that's it. what it is. Is that I am just triggered by things. Like you're trigger, I've accepted you're it. You're gonna be triggered by it, but I'm just because like you're a good mom. Like you're a fuck, and you're a decent fucking human being. Jesus, like, <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> of course, you would be <laughs> triggered by losing a child like that's that's different than accepting it at this point because like i said i definitely feel like you have so do you think that there's a time frame for grieving no there's like it it is it can someone grieve for like four years or would at some point you have to be like okay now listen this is reality no, nah, definitely for definitely for sure you do have to be realistic at some point. What does that mean? At some point what does you that do mean? have to deal with you do have to deal with it. Yeah. Or ex- you're, so you're saying that you do have to get to acceptance. Five? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do yeah. have to get to acceptance. Yes. yes. You should always know that. Once you are a healthy emotionally healthy person, you need to realize that no matter what you're grieving through, you need to get to acceptance because it doesn't getting to acceptance doesn't mean that all of a sudden the shit, the shit's going to go away. You're not going to ever feel about it again. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel about it. That's part of accepting it is accepting that you're going to feel about it. You're going to get emotional about it. Some things may fucking a random thing may remind you of the, of the person of the 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 job or the the time when and you might think about it and it might make you sad and it might make or it might make you fucking happy it might make you cry it might make you cry about whatever like a a smell or a feel it doesn't matter but once you accept it it becomes a fucking it becomes more of a, a good memory than than not most of the time. Mm-hmm. 
And if you feel like you're acting like somebody in a bad way, then accept that too. And then maybe try to realize that, all right, this is something that I don't need because not everything that that person may have been good either. If that's a, if that's a situation that you're dealing with. Right. You know, so. And you are and you guys got to always understand that it's OK <coughs> to feel certain symptoms of grief, such as shock, panic, sadness, depression, anger, anxiety, fear, guilt, relief, sometimes numbness, nothing. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah, you don't that's feel nothing. Thing. You just feel like abandoned. You know, abandonment you really abandonment. abandonment is is a part of grief for like is one of the things that you could grieve. Yeah, like I said, you can. There's, so just there's so that. many different things you could grieve. You could de- you could be grieving the state of relationships, like just the state of your relationship with somebody that's alive or whatever the case. Like, what do you think is the hardest stage to get through? Man, hardest stage to get through. Remind me yeah. of them. Denial, anger bargaining depression acceptance i am battling between anger and depression because personally i think the two play hand in hand um i could be so angry that i don't want to move and i drive myself into a depression which skips straight over bargaining like i am battling the two of those at one time yeah. So honestly, I feel like those are tied for first place for sure. Okay. Those tied for together. first place. Anger. So those and are the depression. two. Those, so anger and depression are the hardest. Were the hardest for you to get through. And that, yeah, and that's the thing that's crazy is because there's a whole stage in between that I don't. I know that I felt them, but they all felt like they just ran together, and I had to deal with all of them at once. Yeah, they're the definitely the meat of the burger. They're the meat of the burger. Yeah, they're definitely the meat of the burger. So I think for me, definitely is the anger part. Because Ooh, I, can <laughs> I can see that. Well, actually, what depends on the situation. Because let's, for example, during the anger part of my when my grandfather passed away the anger part of my of that process was very quick mm-hmm. the anger part was in that moment mm-hmm. i think i went from denial i think i went to anger first because my my violent just body tense up body motion and anger could have tied up too because i feel well i just feel like when i what were you angry about you know i'm I'm just saying like my physical my physical self when i first found out like Mm. i think i punched a wall in the hospital like Mm -hmm. this is all outside Mm -hmm. so i hurt myself out of anger because i'm just like dang like I was just angry about the fact that I couldn't even instantly I was angry about that, that I'm not there. And so that I got through the anger part very quickly. So the depression of it, I don't think lasted, you know, maybe 
maybe a couple months after the fact. So the hardest part was definitely depression because. Oh, not anger? Uh, what did I say? Anger? Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't say anger. No, I said. Yeah, you said it was your anger because that was the first thing you felt when you were told that. And then you ended up punching the wall out of anger. So it was the anger that kind of ran through you. Oh, okay. I feel like I said it wasn't the anger. You said it was. Because it was the quickest thing I dealt with. You said it was your anger. Oh. And that just makes me feel like it's your anger and your depression doing the same thing as mine. <laughs> yeah, because definitely yeah. the depression was Those a little bit hard to get over. Hand. Not get over, but it was hard to go through because I don't feel like I'm ever in a depressed state. I don't feel like I'm ever depressed. Yeah. That's that. I don't feel like I'm ever depressed just because I feel like I have had a unique experience with being alone. And so I'm okay with being alone, but at the same time, I'm okay with talking to myself. I am okay. okay I'm, I'm very mind. okay with talking to myself through things mm. and getting to a solution in my but head. But you're not always very the quickly. right solution. That's no, 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 no. I'm just part. saying, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm the right solution. I'm just saying I'm very okay with talking myself through something very quickly. Mm. So like, if something happens, if I get in, if I get in an argument with somebody, or if I get in an argument with you, and I say I I'm sorry about something, I uh, I am I'm actually being very genuine in when I say sorry, right? Because to me, I'm very centered around justice. Like that's my that's my equal balance thing. Is I feel like it has to be some type of if if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Okay, cool, I'll accept that. If I'm right, I want to accept that too. And so if I'm wrong, I am going to apologize. And I accept that emotion very quickly. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, I don't have to sit in that for, for a long time. So I don't think that, I don't think that that really affects me in that, in that way. So that's an X nay on depression, eh? Yeah, I just feel like the the fact that I've been able to be on the road so much and have time to and like establishing your lonely okayisms. <laughs> not lonely, just being able to like constantly learn myself and mm -hmm. try to like figure out new you ways really to think. You have had a lot of good like good me time, like genuine, authentic me time. Like you have no. Choice I've had genuine but to time to me. think to myself and just for real, like really reflect on actions that I've had. Like that's crazy decisions that I've made. I've had a lot of time to not really just sitting in a room, them. not getting on your phone. Like there's times where this man didn't even have signal. So <laughs> no, you have I mean, no, no music. Yeah, like hours of time of no just, phone. Cause I do think it's okay to talk to yourself. I'm a firm believer in oh, you know, I do. discussing things with yourself. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Get used to your own voice type thing. Get used to your voice. Like, enjoy yeah. the fact that you have a voice. Because some people don't have a voice. That's true. Just, 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 I'm, I'm talking about just sound. Mm -hmm. Some people don't have a voice. But get used to your voice in, not even out loud, like, that voice that you hear when you just talking to yourself, 
Yeah. I feel like that's not I feel like. Your conscience. I feel like that's your conscience or that's your soul or whatever. I mean, it all plays a part. It's tied together. Yes. Like, because talk to yourself, but don't say anything out loud. I can hear me. That person that you heard, who is that? Isn't that cool? That's got to be your soul, right? We're the coolest things on earth. Yeah, I definitely feel like I'm the... We're pretty dope. Top one million coolest people uh, in the world. <laughs> At least Here one of the top Here's some things that million. you can do to help people that are suffering through, you know, those five different stages of grief. You can allow them time. You can show them support, love. Make sure you are helping them through things, not making things worse. Because the way that you would grieve is not the same way that that person would grieve. If you don't show them the same amount of love that you would show yourself, then you're not doing any justice to them. So make sure that you are showing as much support to anyone that is grieving through absolutely anything. Okay? Because we don't want to miss those red flags. Yeah. Somebody's trying to tell you something and they're trying to tell you it in silence. Yeah. Got to pay attention. Because you can definitely have the and I've and I and I always especially because I've been with you for so long I'm always on the lookout for like I'm always like cautiously on edge not not really scared cuz now I feel like you have <clears throat> so much to live for you know what I mean like I don't I don't feel like you really ever take it I don't you know, I don't feel like being suicidal. Yeah, stuff. being uh -huh. suicidal because I know that. Hell, I've dealt with it. Mm -hmm. I've dealt with being suicidal. You know, mm -hmm. at a younger age or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But you know, you get through those things and you realize that your life is way more important to not just you, but people that actually do fucking love you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like, you don't think even about, think about it though. Think about sometimes. well, think about half but the people that. Think about half the people that may take their life, not may, that do take their life away. I will say there's a good amount of people that leave some way, shape, form, or uh, fashion, some type of something to somebody, mm -hmm. right? Whether that's a, 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 a node or mm -hmm. something, they leave something to somebody. I don't know what the stat on that is, but I'm sure it's a good, a good amount, right? Just consider the fact that that person that you're giving that one thing to, you love them enough to know that they would need something from you when you're gone. So just know that that's enough for you to live for. Like if that's the one person that you have to just always constantly be like, I'm going to stay here for them. Then that can get, I feel like that alone can get you through that stage yeah, and or I feel wherever like you're at. that goes back into like our previous episode about intimate healing. Mm -hmm. Make sure you check it out, episode five. Um, I think it goes back to that where if you're not in a healthy relationship, you'll be able to tell just based off of that. Like yeah. if you need to get through this mountain of grief and this person is not doing you any justice, they're doing more harm than anything. That is not the person for you. Because yeah, I'm, not always, I'm not always behaviors. the person to get for you to get through every. No, but like, at least I know that you'll never treat me bad based off of what I'm going through. No, like you're going to always be like, either I'm going to guide her through this and help her through this, 
or I'm going to let her come to me. Like, I'm going to wait patiently, check on her, but I'm going to just wait for her to come to me about it. Yeah. So I feel like those are your only two. There's never a, I ain't saying nothing to her. I hope she get chippy eye. You know, it's never that. It's always like one or the other. Yeah. Always still concerned, but knows how to play it. Like you can figure it out. I just feel like you have to give give people enough space to to know, like, especially because I have been, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I definitely want you to like, let's fix it now. You know what I'm saying? But you were, but you're not really like that anymore. You've gotten a lot better. Well, I appreciate it. But I definitely feel like I still do that sometimes. You do sometimes. And I feel like when it's something that you know, especially if you know that that person is grieving, don't be like, that's the one thing I would say. Don't be like, let's fix it now. We can get you through this now. Like give some, give people time to get through these stages like i said be reasonable like i said earlier be reasonable i don't think i'm reasonable about one though about which one very patient with it even with you saying that now which one my grandpa well no it's not even that's like i said triggering every year but i feel like every single year you would a person that isn't you or blessed enough or a woman that's not blessed enough to have a husband that will allow you to do that every single year, even though it's not every single day. Yeah. He knows that, that when this one time a year comes, that it's, it's going to really always difficult. be difficult yeah, for you. Yeah, it's always difficult. And I feel like but that's because I know that that, that person had such a impact on your life. And then my grandma's why birthday. Wouldn't, why so wouldn't, like, I, why wouldn't you... Shit fest. <laughs> why wouldn't you uh, want to... Look, I think that if if somebody is still if somebody was important to you in life, they're going to be important to you when they pass on. So you're going to have things that trigger you about that person. You know, for you, it's a, a certain month or whatever or certain time of the year that it's it's it becomes hard to deal with sometimes. And it's not even that it's hard to deal with it, that it's just you get reminded of a lot of memories that you had during those times. Yeah. And even like us trying to establish, okay, what are we going to do this year for Thanksgiving? You know, like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have to figure that out, you know, on a normal basis because I'd be like, shoot, I'll just go to my Nana's house, you know, or she'll be like, hey, you ain't going over, come over to so-and-so house, you know, and to not be able to do that is a part of grieving for me like i have to let go of a memory that once was no you don't have to let go of the memory you no, just have that's to that's not ever happening again right now no, like, like well, i said you have to just remember the, get the times that you cuz you get you got to do it a cer- so many times not so many but i'm saying a cer- a certain amount of times and you have to remember that those times are now part of what keeps because like in when they put what is that thing called the ofrienda 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 mm-hmm. when somebody passes away in certain cultures you know in spanish cultures they put their picture up on the thing those memories that, that you have of that person are what's keeping them alive for me. you know mm-hmm. for you for everybody that's ever been involved involved Mm -hmm. with that person's life like Mm -hmm. 
you're keeping that actual thing, that actual memory of that person alive. Yeah. Because it's easy you're to still here. That, but there are a lot of people that really just struggle with the entire process of yeah, that, for sure. that drastic but, of a change. And I think having somebody to go through grief with is like a is like a Advil pill thrown in the relationship. Somebody like that person has to get it. Like when that really person get it. gets it. And it I and I only say Advil easier. pill. I say I say a medicine in in I I said that because it's gonna hurt. It's still gonna hurt. It just kind of softens the blow. A little it bit. softens the blow a little bit, and it makes it easier to deal with. It makes it easier to swallow. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a little bit easier, and it's good. It's better than dealing with it or feeling like you're dealing with with it by yourself because. If you know that you have somebody that you can eventually come talk to about it, it makes you have a calm over you, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, this does fucking suck right now. But because I know I have this person or because I feel like I have this person, (laughs) don't cry. Don't cry. Suck it up. I'm trying, Leah. No, it's okay. Put your head back. Put your head back, mommy. <laughs> because you have somebody that you know you feel like you're eventually going to be able to talk to, or at least maybe that's just how I feel for sure. Is I feel like I definitely have a blanket over me all the time, even when I know it's. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get through feeling the emotion that I'm feeling, but I know that I'll be able to talk to you about it. Because if I don't know anything else, I know that you'll be willing to sit down and talk about what the fuck's going on. For sure. So, yeah. Uh, thank you for that. Yes. It means a lot. It really means a lot to have you um, open and understanding because everybody ain't able, brother. Everybody so ain't able. You. Everybody's not. <laughs> you know, and, I, and, and if you don't have... A, a spouse or a whatever a boyfriend girlfriend oh, girlfriend somebody, boy, whatever. Man. A, 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 a mom dad a cousin somebody that you can talk to about things it is important to have somebody to talk to absolutely but because we're talking about specifically relationships in this context i think in a relationship in a marriage specifically this can be one of the breakers of your fucking relationship. If you don't know how to get through grieving with somebody about anything, you're going to be so fucking separate from that person that it's going to, it's like, You know, women that go to church by themselves, but go with all their kids. Married. Go to church all, with all their kids. Their husband don't never go to church. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what that's in two ways. One, if you know that getting up with four, let's say you have four children. 
getting up with four children on a Sunday morning to get to church, most likely because you're getting to the first service. And even if you get into the second service, it is a, a chore hell and back to get ready for church, drive, get there, get us, you know, do all that. It's a one to just do that by yourself is it's crazy ridiculous ridiculous but it's but then it's also taxing on the just the communication and relationship that is being fed into one person but then not the other not saying that you have to consume all the same type of inspiration or whatever but i do feel like people that do things together Mm -hmm. end up having a deeper sense of communication when it comes to the things that they can get through together. And that's probably why, like, it's hard for me to do anything without you too, because you've always been my blanket. Like, I know that if I fall, Josh is going to pick me up. Yeah. If I get a scratch, he's going to show so much concern. If I get a splinter, he already got the tweezers. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, and I'm not I'm not perfect because no, I'm not but always I know that like with that. Like I don't mean like oh I dropped a, a pair of socks behind me. He's gonna run and pick them up and bring them to me. Like nothing like that. But like in yeah. my time of need, like it's like you need this man right here, right now. You're there. Like yeah, because no matter I'm, what. Genuinely, I feel like. If you're not, if you don't go through like being somebody's friend, like going through things with them, that's why there's a, I'm not, I'm not trying to quote certain things that I don't know about because I don't, I do know, but I can't recall off the top of my head things and places and chapters and, but Jesus didn't call a lot of people friends. And then when he did, the first thing that happened is <laughs> man got crucified a couple weeks later or a couple days later. Right? And so if you don't go through enough things with somebody to where you can be their anchor in a good way and a bad way, because sometimes like friends, anchors can be good and they can be bad an anchor usually is the best part of is the best part of your ship the anchor is usually the best part of your ship it do we have an anchor uh do we have an anchor yes (laughs) what do you think our anchor is for real yeah our anchor is our creative ability You think that's our you think that's our anchor? For sure. And I don't think it's just So you think our, our anchor. anchor was created 15 years? No, not 15 years. Our anchor was created 6 years into our relationship, like our actual relationship. 6 years 6 years. Not into us knowing each other. But six years into our relationship. Um, yes. I feel like that helped us create. Like, our anchor helped us to 
um, sit in our, excuse my language, to sit in our shit. Um, yeah, because we and did, it held we us had accountable. To, yep. It taught us responsibility. It taught us how to sink and to swim. Um, it taught us how to do both at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It, it was literally the best anchor you could possibly ever have. I know it was I my do saving agree. grace. Not yeah, I'll I'll accept. Without not that, accept. we wouldn't. I will bow down to that answer because you are one thousand percent right. This is our balance. Because when this happened, it brought out a different side of me that I never knew was like possible because I was there when it happened. I was intentional about it happening. I knew that this is what I wanted. This is who I wanted it, you know, to happen with. So it was very, yeah. And we should get this creative of but the like week I next said, week on our show, by the way. We should. So that uh, So, yeah, that is a great, that is our anchor. But because, like I said, an anchor is usually the best part of your ship. It stops the sail. boat. Mm-hmm. It stops the boat when you need it to. Yeah, but it's hanging on. It's hanging you on. Sail. You know, it's hanging on. And You're the biggest part. Yeah, and it stops when it needs to. It it can it can pull you in certain directions. It can mm-hmm. it can save your life. Sometimes it can get caught on things, and that's not the best. So you that's not the best situation but you need yeah you got to figure out mm-hmm. how to get down there and help your anchor get out the situation that it's in as much as it's help you yeah correct because it's a that's a, a anchor and it's and it's attack and the what it comes from because the anchor comes from the from the, the ship. ship those two things need to stay connected at all times and and one thing can't be the other without you can't, you can't have, have one you can't have one other love and marriage <laughs> love and marriage i should one. make that the record of the week frank sinatra love and marriage yeah. i should make that the record of the week but we're not but the ink the our creative of the week this week, if you haven't figured it out by now, is none other, is none other than our seed, the golden child, Natalia Pacheco. At the age, we would of tell three, you her whole name. No, we but not. you ain't finna get in our Stop. business like that. At the age long. of three, she started Leonos Cookies yep. with moi, mommy. Hello. Um, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about that. When Leah started these cookies, it was because I was sick. I would love to bake prior to that. And she was just like, Mommy, let me watch, let me watch. And she was soaking and it up. She, she was learn. soaking up all that information. And guess what? She started baking at really, really well by herself at the age of four. So within a yeah. year, Shorty was in the kitchen. By now, she can go in there and throw down on her own. <laughs> so anyways, uh, she started Leonos Cookies, a from scratch operation that takes place every single summer. Yep. It goes down. Shorty sells her cookies in the summer for real, for real. Sales, sales, pop-up shops. Um, yeah, we've been to the Galleria trucks, in Dallas. The Galleria. We've been food trucks. We've been doing our own thing, you know, online sales. Fashion shows. Everything, fashion shows we here in down. Dallas. So, She also sells yeah. her cookies and all-natural lemonades. 
During the pandemic, she started hosting her very own podcast with her dad called Leah Knows Podcast. She started it with us. No, this started with you. She saw the passion that you create that you had and you set the foundation because I was not interested in this at all. This is not my thing. I did not want to do this. I did not care about this. Tell me how but, you really feel. No, real talk. This is all you. 100% of her wanting to get out and have a voice because that's what I never had. For her to be brave enough and to have a father to look up to, to do that with, it's insane to me because I never saw that before. I never experienced it. I don't even know how that feels inside of her soul to know that she can wake up to you, she can look up to you, and she'll always have you. So I think that's that's just dope. Thanks, so, kid. Leah Knows Podcast was started with her father, none other than Ray Charles himself. As the parents of this super kid, we can't tell you how proud we are of her, even though we know that this is only the freaking beginning, bruh. Yeah, this is I'm definitely only the beginning. For her future. She is... She's a super kid, bro. Like legit. She gets awards like crazy as She's a super kid. We're very proud of her. She makes straight A's. Um, but you know, we also definitely, like any parent, man, we just trying to give her what we didn't have For in sure. every facet. In every facet. Because not only do you want your kids to have what you didn't have growing up, you you know, as far as the school, the type of schools that you went to. If that if that was a factor, um, you know, the environment that you grow up in, if that's yeah. a factor, yeah. the the emotional intelligence that they grow up with, if that's a factor, mm -hmm. the financial security, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. you want to you want to do better. And she reassures us that we're doing a great job. Like she holds yeah, us accountable def she definitely for does everything that, yeah. that we do, all of our actions. And she is definitely a splitting image of me and her father. So hard, so bad. Yeah, she's, it's she's definitely a balance. She's a but then balance, also son. she's her own. She's self. her very own person because Ooh, I'm a Libra. She's a fire you're a Pisces cracker. and she's a Leo. So she's she has a perfect her balance of very emotions, much bro. Own person, bro. Like it's it's crazy. It's ridiculous. She's vicious. She is an earth storm, bro. An earth storm. She's an earth storm. Yeah, for sure. She really is. She is just a little hocus pocus. Real talk. That girl <laughs> is a power puff girl. She's everything. She's all of that. She's all of that. And I'm going to say her name loud and proud real quick. Like Natalia Pacheco. Yeah, that's my baby, man. Is a firehouse. And that's I'm telling baby. you. You give my shorty a couple years, a few years, you can give her six. And I mean, she's you can, stepping she can do it right now. Next. She can really do it right now. She's stepping on Not all she can your really next. do it right now. She's doing it she's right doing now. She's doing it right now. At she's three years old, right she had now. a business. Yeah, no, she's she doing it right now. She started a business. And, she's and into pe arts and And I tell crafts. people all the time, too, like, no, nah, I tell come people on, all the time. Man. This is not something I tell people all the time, but people have asked me, and this conversation has come up, believe it or not, but nobody forced Leah to do anything we don't you know as as parents that raised you know we didn't uh we didn't really like baby talk her we gave her a lot of love and affection and we lo really loved her yeah but we never baby talked her mm -mm. so she talked early she was formed she was like really talking early to us and so perfect example is when we moved into this house I built that table 
behind us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And shoot, how old was Leah when we moved into this house? About three, turning three. She was turning three. She was already I think talking. She was, about three. she was already really talking at that point. We built that table together. And but she understood the fact that I didn't buy that table. We went to the store. And that's always we been bought her them, favorite we store. We bought now. the material. She remembers that. And we built it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I explained to her that we saved money by doing it ourselves. And now she wants to build. Yeah. So she day. wants to build. And I think she that just that mentality, that mentality of knowing that you can, whether it's money and taking it and oh doing God, something with it. We're giving all the juice about her. And we go no, to I'm talk, just saying, we're going to talk I'm about just her saying as week. far as like the way that you raise another fucking human because she took that she took that and took it to everything that she does she takes whatever she has and she tries to build from it whether it's money and tries to make more of it by investing in something a material that's gonna be able to flip i could sell that table for You know, sell a monton de dinero, a bunch of money. Because I made, I know how much it's worth. I know how much it's worth. I know how much it's worth just in the materials that I used. So that's what that's what you can teach is is a mentality. And that's really your only fucking job as a parent is to to teach to try to teach the right mentality and try to get try to get your kids to be productive adults at the same time but be caring fucking just humans and that is like helping somebody be that is what gives somebody the the chance to even have a fucking conversation like this about how is it a health how are you healthy to grieve and how can you even grieve through something because you have somebody that was raised by caring and loving fucking people that actually want to see people be better and not have to be fucking alone in this world because there's so many people in this world and guess what you don't have to fucking be alone when you grieve through things even her like i feel like she too has to grieve and you have to understand that children grieve too guys not just yes you need to allow your kids to go through the process as well you can't be unfair remember remember you you when you were a kid and just because you lose something doesn't mean that they don't get to go through their stages of losing something as well at the same time even if y'all if y'all are going through it at the same time you're gonna have to put your big boy and big girl draws on and you're gonna have to be there for your kids yeah like bottom line because kids are different bro your kids don't get to uh i can't imagine you don't get to hide any of your emotions from your not uh, your emotions but you don't get to hide any of your your abilities from your kids if you're able to be there then you need to be there in every facet and like you saying that is a major part of that because you don't get to not parent. You don't get to not be there for your kids. You don't get to take no fucking days off. I'm sorry. Like it's just, you you just don't. It's, and, and I think it, it helps that you have a one, two punch and you know, it's a great right hook and a great, you know, did you hear something? No? Okay. You know, it's great to have that. And 
she is definitely she's definitely the fucking anchor and i feel like we've been going on and on about her this and is, i could just go on and on I know about you her can. because so that's why i was like next week guys make sure you tune in make sure you subscribe um if you don't like this episode then you can fast forward through the whole thing as long as you watch it i don't give a, a damn bit. if you don't like this just episode sure i'm like talking it. about my baby and make sure i'm talking you, about no, things no, that's no, real no let me finish you need to make sure you subscribe because next week we are definitely going to have a conversation about this and we're going to talk to the creative themselves because we oh, think yeah, it's we're definitely time. Gonna have this her is on. a family situation. This is a family business. So it's without a her, business. this is like Selena's. This is going to go crazy. I'm telling you, like you got to meet Shorty when she comes here next week. You don't want to miss that episode. You can actually meet Shorty by being by going in going on the podcast and listening to the podcast. If yeah. you got kids, listen with your kids, bro. It's a great podcast to listen to with your children. And order her cookies in the summertime, sometimes on the holidays, depending on how she feel. Yeah, we, also, we're trying to see if we start opening it up to different holidays, but that'll be a decision that'll be up to her because it is a lot of work. Y'all put in a lot of work during the summertime because we ship them. They go to a lot of places local. Like, y'all put in a lot of work. So I don't know if we want to open it up to <laughs> those holidays. Yeah, But man. she definitely puts in the work. It's definitely, like, something that she loves to do. And like I said, it's just the mentality that you put through anything. You can follow her on IG at Miss Leah's World. Don't forget it, son. Because she coming not beat it. No, 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 no. It's no, Miss Leah's World. Yeah, Sorry. because we. It's her world, man. No, I was gonna say we uh on top of that. We manage that account anyway, so if you don't manage your little baby's account, I'm worried. You're a fucking chunk. I'm concerned. If you don't manage your children's uh I'm Instagram about accounts you. or their social media accounts, period, you're a fucking chump. I didn't say you're that. You're a fucking chump. Wow. Oh, I did. Wow. If you don't manage your wow. children's he says, I social media accounts, you're a fucking chump. All right. Chump with a capital ch. We're gonna take this. Um, Make sure you time subscribe. To also, tell me, <laughs> hey boy. Don't call me boy, ma'am. <laughs> you got an album of the week. Hey, look, for us? I ain't gonna lie. Right now, we got You got to give it up Stop to our playing. swag today. Stop playing. You got to give it up to our swag today. Mine look a little puffy, but y'all know I'm skinny. I got the. Don't I got me. the different socks on. I Don't got the Hey me. Arnold socks on my left foot. I got the sheep and I fur got on the my Levi bear socks on Stop my Stop playing with me and my nails done by me. I got this vintage wear coming out and I'm ready to style and profile on y'all right, next. All right, 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 all right. Album of the day, album of the week, album, right, album, album. Record of the week is James Brown, Body Heat. Bow, 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 bow. Y'all get into it. Nah, and we listen to like... All the records on this and album. This one, bro. And make you do the stank face. Here's the oh. thing about this this album. <laughs> it's like it gives you like when you hear body heat, that's why he didn't put no space in between this. It's body heat, just one word. When mm -hmm. he say it, it's just one word. Mm -hmm. Because the whole album starts off like some smooth melodic shit, like on some shit you wouldn't expect. Super chill. Kind of like you wouldn't I'm not gonna say you wouldn't expect, but it's just like some it's chill. For James Brown, it's chill. For James Brown, you just be like, mm, I don't know. This is not what I I expected. Some, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people would, if you're not listening to him, if you're not a fan of him, because this record came out in '76, right? 
This album came out in 76. But this this song. One, two, get down. You don't hear that motherfucker to the last record. He don't say that shit to the last record. So I'm, I encourage you to listen to this album because it is, a, it is a good album from top to bottom. But you got to wait until the last set. You got to wait to the seventh track to get that. One, two, three, get down. Like, that's all I'm saying. So if you enjoyed this episode, and if you didn't enjoy this episode, I mean, shit, we might, we might drop some shit you might enjoy later on. Subscribe, like, share, comment Ooh, down below. And let me give y'all a little Let us exclusive. know where you listening from. Listen, I'm going to give y'all a little pinchy, a little exclusive. The An holidays are coming exclusive? up. Exclusive? Yes, check this out. Okay. So here's the thing. My family has land and... We are going oh, yeah, down yeah, there for yeah, the holidays, yeah, 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 and we're yeah. linking up with some of the coldest Negroes in the world. You feel me? And we're talking about yeah, we my real Park big. Strong. You heard? You know, we for doing the it holidays. real big for the holidays. So we stay do tuned for that all episode kind of too. content. It's gonna be crazy. We got our shooters there. out there. We're gonna have all. We got I'm telling you, all type of content. So shooters. if you're on the YouTube yeah. side, it's gonna be a lot of content. Yes. Hell, if you're on the Spotify side, I'm gonna bless y'all too, bro. With these videos, I'm gonna bless y'all too because we're gonna be shooting out there. We're gonna be doing all kind of stuff. Crazy. It's gonna pictures. be crazy. It's gonna be so wild. Enjoy. Y'all gonna enjoy that, man. Like I said, subscribe and. Man, we appreciate y'all. We Don't love you guys. Us. Don't play with us. Everybody that's listening right now, we deeply appreciate you. Not for real. And if you are listening right now, we would appreciate if you subscribe. Goddamn. Please? So, but we out. Boom. Peace. Anything you got to say? No. Bye, y'all. Because I got to, I'm not trying to rush, but I got to pee. <laughs>